you know, just the thing that a projector needs to do is, is yeah. just think about this idea of how can I observe and how can I just relax in the conversation or in the environment that I'm in. Yes. And it's kind of like, okay, that's how you have to, have, you know, there's a lot of things going on around us, but we don't necessarily have to be involved in everything around us. Today, we get to speak with Russ Johns. He's the host of the Pirate Broadcast Network. Not only is he a tech enthusiast like myself, his journey has been a remarkable one, and he's someone I absolutely admire. He believes that you have the opportunity to be seen, be heard, and be talked about, and that everyone has a gift, a mission, and value. Now, sometimes we need help in creating our message with words, images, audio, video. And let's face it, it's not always easy because it feels like 10,000 details and technology can be daunting. Now, that's what he does. He helps with technology and he knows that it's overwhelming, especially if you want to produce, publish media, expand your brand. You can work with him to create an online impact without the technical overwhelm. I'm super excited for this episode. It's going to be a ton of fun. So listen into the conversation as we dig in to the origin story of Russ Johns. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Hey, Russ, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on, Jamed. Thanks for accepting the invitation and coming on. And, and you know, we've been connected for some time. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember the first time I met you. I was like, hmm, this guy's got a pirate flag in the back. What's, what's that all about? Then I got to visit and be on the pirate broadcast and been watching your journey and, and, and I was like, you know, it's about time that Russ is on Hacks and Hobbies show. So thanks again. You bet. Anytime. So Russ, you've been live streaming for quite a while. So a lot of people know about that part mm-hmm. or that version of your journey. But tell us a version of your journey that no one's heard of before. Oh, wow. So the journey that no one has heard of, you know, Janae, the interesting thing about it is I've been in and out of corporate environments. You know, I've done a lot of project management, a lot of uh, running teams for engineers and, and doing a lot of things. And most of the companies that I've been involved with, you know, go through the standard process of you learn the business, yeah. you understand what needs to take place, you grow. and for myself, I, I always had a tendency to climb the corporate ladder because it's just who I am. And in 2010, uh, the company that I was working for that was still struggling with the recession of 2008 relocated me from Seattle to, to Houston. Hmm. And here I am, director of engineering, you know, running a team all over the country, you know, doing all kinds of things for Fortune 500 companies. And yeah. And installing a lot of things that are taking place. And I really, I was enjoying it. It was a struggle because of the the challenges that we had in business. Yeah. However, six months later, after they relocated me to Houston, they laid me off. So the thing about it is that 
I had to redefine what I was doing, who I was, yeah. and what I was uh, focusing my attention on. Yeah. No network, no resources, just, uh, just okay, I got to start over mm-hmm. and, uh, again. And so I started uh, the content creation, you know, podcasting, radio, broadcasting, and teaching, building communities around that. Yeah. And, uh, expanding my uh, ability to help more people help more people so as you were climbing your the corporate ladder and then you know like well this is the end of it end of the ladder you gotta <laughs> slide down like shoots and ladders right yeah <laughs> you it's in like the it wrong. was on the wrong it was on the wrong building <laughs> like oh i climbed this ladder i went to the wrong destination here exactly <laughs> Right, they even moved you out, and now you're in this new place where you you don't know anybody. Yeah. But while you were climbing that ladder, mm-hmm. I'm sure you had some hobbies because not everybody, right, goes from oh, I'm doing, I, I was climbing corporate, and I have no idea what to do. But you turn around and you basically started content marketing, and you know, getting into content, video, yeah. and audio. So. I'm sure there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the reality, Junaid, is I have always had a side hustle. Mm. I've always been one to explore and, and create adventures. I have uh, had multiple, multiple careers in my life. Yeah. I started out as a musician. I played music. I had to hustle to, you know, book work, get clients, you know, places to play, all of these things. And then I've been in media. I started in advertising in 85, getting involved. And then I, you know, I took a fall and shattered my arm and took two years of rehab. And mm-hmm. I was a firefighter and a fireman. Um, I was a, a, a farmer. I've been, uh, you know, in IT and, and safety and all of these different. The full gamut. Yeah, before this. And so all of these things are experiences and in 2002, I, I, I was uh, ejected from the corporate ladder, the, the C-level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when I started my first agency uh, with Next Step Next. Uh, and that was bringing people together yeah. to actually create projects. And I started developing websites and you know content creation back in 2002. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of was a side hustle up until 2010. So I just fired it back up and started doing Just it again. Doing so, it. Yeah. I love but I've that. Been doing, I've been creating websites for friends, family, mm-hmm. clients since 2007. Yeah. So, uh, you know, content creation mostly focused. Sales, sales pages, sales funnels, email marketing. I got wow. into email in 95, you know, early on and, yeah. and learned that skill as well. So I have a lot of these transferable skills that are are more than uh, valuable in the today's climate the communities you're you know um you're almost like a polymath the renaissance man right because you've you've experienced so many different fields so many different things and what's beautiful about that experience is that you eventually realize the crossing the crossing points of between all of those things. Yeah. Not only is that you, right? You're the one person 
that's a common denominator on, on all of those things. But you also realize that human relationship is what everything else is built on top of. So you building those communities, helping other people help others, you know, that that gave you a leg up on even though what you know, a lot of people when they lose a corporate job, they're like, Oh my god, I, what am I gonna do? This is all I put my time into. They didn't have a hobby, they didn't have any other thing that they were working on. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, and, and I've always had you know, like I said, I've always had a side hustle or, a, you know, I've been hacking something or a, I have a hobby <laughs> doing something else. So, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I'm i not one to wait around for permission. I'm more like one that is, you know, creating Generate. something so I can actually evolve. Even in the corporate world, mm -hmm. Janaid, I had probably no less, no fewer than five positions in the organization as I grew through the organization. Wow. And I and those were all, those were all positions that were either I was thrown in and mm -hmm. had to create that outcome, the result, or I created because I didn't like where I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you, it's just the way it goes. No, that's that's really awesome. I'm wondering if you're a generator or a manifesting generator. Anyways. It's something the human design. The human design. Yeah. What, what's your? No, I'm a five three projector actually. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, you're a five three projector. I'm a three five projector. Is there a difference? I don't know. Is that the same thing? Maybe it's the same thing. Okay. Maybe we're the same thing. Maybe we're the same per person. <laughs> wow. Yeah, being a projector is, and you know, I just recently found out about this, so I don't know a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. However, when I when I learned a little bit about what that meant a lot of things in my life made sense yeah because i'm i the role of traditional um projectors is not necessarily what i've been doing mm -hmm. but at the same time it is what i've been involved in so yeah no i, I was projector yeah the one thing that really stuck out to me was the strategy section right it says waiting wait for invitation mm -hmm. and that's that was my thing i was like wait a minute that's really interesting and then and i started pulling together all the different invitations i have i almost felt like a vampire because yeah. <laughs> they have to be invited to be coming to your house um but i was like this is really interesting like gary v invited me to start my blog my podcast because, you know, I was reading his book and he's like, just document the journey. Yeah. I'm like thinking about all these things. I'm like, wow, that's really interesting how there's so, that, like it makes so much sense on how interesting it is. And what's funny is that um, this is recently I, I've been reading, but then back in January, somebody had done a reading. So they pulled up my chart. Mm -hmm. They did like a screen recording. They talked about all the different things. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. So back then, the things that popped up in my head were different than what popped up this time. Because as we grow and go through experiences, you know, you, you evolve and you, you become smarter and whatnot. So that was really... Well, the thing that shocked awesome. me was projectors don't 
create energy on their own. They receive energy from other people, generators typically. Yeah. And what we do is we love learning. We love absorbing these experiences. We love um, you know, utilizing this experience to help other people when we're invited. And then a lot of times where we offer advice and information without the invitation, it doesn't necessarily go our way. Right. And I can see where, because I have a lot of things that are going on in my world on a regular yeah, basis. <laughs> and it's because I'm so excited about helping someone do something else. Yes. And so, you know, the pirate broadcast is part of that. You know, it's like, okay, what, it, you know, I'm curious about what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it. And these open up invitations. And sometimes they're not always the best use of my time. Yeah. Uh, however, um, I have had some incredible experiences as a result of being inv invited. Being invited. Different. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so, so you're true. the first person I've ever talked to about this. Uh, <laughs> Good. Good. Yes, yes. I'm excited. Like, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's uh, because I'm not an authority on it and I don't have a lot of information around it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, okay, you know, and I, I'm one that believes that we know very little. Yeah. And some of these things that people are, you know, like human design. You know, some of the more um, things that would people would consider woo-woo. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm not going to – no gonna judgment be. here. There's all I'm kinds not. of things that can ha happen and take place, right? Exactly. No, yeah. 100%. And um, I'm glad that we got to talk to it because I have a very recent experience with it, you know, just a few days ago. I've been reading and I've been listening. I'm like, wow, this is really interesting and I, I'm – trying to bring it up in conversation with other people. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think the last person I spoke with, um, she was like, yeah, I'm a manifesting generator. I'm like, wow, interesting. It's, it's, so it's really cool to see like the timing, how close to it is yeah. to the person versus how far away. And then I'd even pulled some up for my kids. I'm like, okay, let's see what my kids are about. And two of my kids, they're generators. And my uh -huh. daughter is a projector. And interesting. it's really interesting because my son, he's the one who came up with this little uh, little booklet. He drew it up. And so he gave me the ability to then convert it into an actual book. But he generated, came up with those ideas by himself, right? Like, interesting. So I'm just looking at that and just taking it all in. I'm like, okay, let's see where we go from this well now that you know yeah <laughs> is it is it um is it easier to notice things about the way they react and respond or the conversations that you have with them still i'm still getting there i'm still yeah. getting there but but i see like my daughter is a is a like I, i'm still first of all it's hard mm -hmm. because my kids, my older two kids, they're easy to, you know, they listen. But my younger one, she's like, no, it's my or the high one. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of crazy, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I just find it, I just find it a fascinating subject. And it is. And, and thinking about, you know, the fact that, you know, projectors 
have not necessarily been around that long. No. And I'm, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not sure what that means. I'm, yeah. I mean, we're, so we're, I'm, rare, we're a rare kind of people, yeah. basically. And yeah. um, it's, it's cool that I'm attracting all the projectors. Because <laughs> I know a few <laughs> other ones. Like, I'm a projector too. Um, yeah, I'm a projector. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we just don't do 1080p or 4K. <laughs> <laughs> That's projection. Yeah. Uh, mind you. So. Yeah, we could do a whole episode just We could do that. a whole episode on that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Continually. I, I thought about doing a show, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the thing that after I hit 500 episodes of the pirate broadcast, I want, I'm still looking for the invitation mm -hmm. to do something unique. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And it hasn't taken hold yet. And it has to be a, not a yes, but a hell yes. Yeah. Because my time, um, I, I over, I overcommit all the time and, and I feel responsible and guilty and, you know, it's like, okay, I got to do this. And so, you know, you work into a frenzy. And the thing about a projector though, is I realize now that, it's like I'm, it's all somebody else's energy, and I'm exhausted, and I should be relaxing and re you know learning something right. or enjoying myself. And it's like yeah, that yeah, I should. And I think how that's one of the reasons why I've been tired because I'm not sleeping enough, and that's how projectors energize. Mm -hmm. They they love their sleep, and they can you know they can sleep long amounts of hours, and they have mm -hmm. bursts of energies where they can you know do the work. So I'm like taking all of this information and I'm like, okay, how can I utilize this information to maximize and be more efficient? Mm -hmm. And I know a few people that do energy readings and did, that guide you. So one coach who had done the reading, uh, I'm going to speak with her again. But I know another person, uh, she's, she's in Europe and she also does, you know, these type of readings and you know she's like a life coach as well hmm. so it's interesting to see because once you read these charts you kind of if you're a coach especially you kind of know what to tell the person and what what they can expect because one thing that she mentioned about me was uh we don't work with a list like if you make a list of things we will get overwhelmed so we have yeah. to like at least put us things that we need done in a week on the paper and then we'll just get to it when we get to it and then we can get it done and, and not feel overwhelmed and really to a lot of people it may seem like procrastination yes However, we're like thinking about we're nurturing that idea and that concept in the back of our heads 100 percent. and then when we sit down to actually do it it comes quick. It just yeah. knock, you can just knock it out. I mean, yeah. I built entire websites and funnels and email marketing campaigns over a weekend. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And so the reality is, is that we have to figure out how we can actually present ourselves mm -hmm. in a way that people ask, invite us in. And to me, that's that's been always been my challenge because it's really hard not to just say, "Hey, I can help you with this. Let me help yeah. you." Yeah, and uh, I can see your problem. I can see how it works. And and then the other side, coaching really, you know, I had a, a incident here recently where, you know, I was coaching somebody and they were saying, 
I need more structure. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what kind of structure, you know, expectations? Yeah. And so you're going through this process and you're trying to decide what they need mm-hmm. and how you can help them best. And some, sometimes it's just not a good fit. And you, yeah. you have to, you know, kind of extract yourself from the equation. Yeah. No, it's so true. And what have so- you noticed most recently and uh, since you became aware of being a projector? I've noticed that I only I'll only speak or say something when somebody asks me a question. Like I mm-hmm. I suck at asking questions, so mm-hmm. I have to make a list of questions for me, for myself. But I'm always I'm not somebody who's starting the conversation. I'll eventually will. Like if somebody starts talking about a certain topic that I know a lot about, then I'll start talking about it. But I won't introduce a new topic to conversation. Mm. unless unless you know if if i see what's happening in a conversation like okay how can i interject and come in and talk about it so isn't i was in this clubhouse room and they were like talking about things and then chris delaney and he's like hey janaid is here we haven't talked in such a long time come on up on the stage and he's like edifying me and talking about me and i'm like all right so this is me and then you know you just go on but a lot of time I was just listening to the conversation to see what mm-hmm. was happening. Yeah. Was really interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating. And yeah. It, and it also folds into our hobbies as well. It you does. Know, you know, as a beekeeper, you know, someone that uh, does that as a hobby, mm-hmm. that's fascinating because you can see the interaction of the, the hive and, and how the hive works as a, as a group and mm-hmm. uh, this whole entity. And it's, you don't really have to have a conversation around it. You can just observe yeah. and notice, Yeah, which is, you know, just the thing that a projector needs to do is, is yeah. just think about this idea of how can I observe and how can I just relax in the conversation or in the environment that I'm in? Yes. And it's kind of like, okay, that's how you have to, have, you know, there's a lot of things going on around us, but we don't necessarily have to be involved in everything around us. Yeah, you don't. That's so true. Yeah. Um, recently, I... I purchased a punching bag from Amazon. It's like 30 bucks. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, what do I fill in here? So I went and got, bought all these sandbags. And of course, sandbags are really heavy. And they're not going to fit in there because, you know, you'll need like 200 worth pound and then this thing's going to burst. So I was like, all right, let me look up how it's done. And they're like, oh, you need to put clothing or, you know, put light stuff. I'm like, oh, so okay. I just went the wrong way. <laughs> So I was like trying to figure this out and like, oh, you got to put the sand in that little bags. Like I'm not doing that. It's too cumbersome. I ended up buying this. uh, I went, ended up going to the store and buying a pre-filled bag, 70 pounds, brought it home. And I'm like, okay, this is not bad. And then I open it up and I'm looking inside and there's just basically strips of clothing in there, like fabric. Fabric. Just fabric. Filled yeah. with fabric. I'm like, oh my God, this is interesting. Yeah. So I had all these clothes that I wanted to get rid of so that I stuffed in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's hey, your bag now, huh? That's my bag. It's it's all my old clothing that I you don't wear. You can become a minimalist and get your anger out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How do we become to become a minimalist? If I really need out. that piece of clothing, I'll just type in the in the bag again. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's it's great. I love it. 
right. Russ, share some of some of the tips around content creation with our audience. Yeah, sure. As you know, I am a huge fan of two things. Number one, video. And number two, building relationships. And the way I com combine those two things is by sending video and replying in video, inviting people with video. And I use a, a, a platform called Dub, mm -hmm. uh, dub.com. Ruben and the team over there, Darius and Shannon, they're amazing individuals that have created this platform that I, I use every single day. Wow. I use it to book business. I use it to, to generate conversations, book shows, all of these things. And what I've been able to accomplish is just stripping it down to the simplest common denominator. Yeah. You get a workflow going, you get a process, and you just use the process. You work the system and just be consistent. You just have to be consistent with it. Yeah. So true. Without consistency, the we tortoise would have before the show. Right. <laughs> Without <laughs> consistency, the tortoise wouldn't have uh, you know, won the race because it just kept kept going. Let's do some fun questions. Yeah. All right. Shoot away. Shoot away. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? I you know the when I was younger, I was into uh music was the only thing I wanted to do. However, I also uh, got into martial arts mm. and I got into judo and I, I competed. Wow. Uh, this nose is the result of that com competition. And I was always fascinated with Tai Chi mm. and yoga. And it's not too late, as I always say. It's like, so that's one area that, you know, the movement being able to move and fluid. When I lived in Seattle, mm. I used to live in a, a complex that uh, in the basement, every morning, probably around 6 a.m., there was probably 30 or 40 individuals in this Tai Chi class. That wow. were, they were in the parking garage just going through the motions. And I've been studying it a little bit, not not an expert or any, you know, mm. a, effective at it at any stretch. Sure. However, I'm just always fascinated with it, and I'm still thinking that as I gain a little age and experience, I should probably consider that to yeah. contain, to maintain uh, flexibility as I get more vintage. Nice. <laughs> get more vintage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's really inspiring. I, I want to, and that's one, one of the reasons I got the punching. I was like, I'm not moving around much. Might as well just, Get some frustration out of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um, what did you want to be when you were a child? So you mentioned music. You mentioned, you know, martial arts. Mm -hmm. But was that... I, did you get to be what you wanted to be? Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to be a rock star. I got to be a rock star on my own nice. level. You know? Yeah. And uh, my screen just turned off. I went to sleep. The joy of the back screen, right? Yeah. There you go. I started playing drums at 11. I started playing oh. professionally at 16. And mm. I was getting paid to play. And nice. uh, went on the road. You know, I played large clubs. I was a house band for, you know, a, a lot of uh, large clubs wow. growing up. And 
Then I got to go on the road. I had a 33-foot Bluebird bus, and wow. the band was in there. We had a light man and a sound man, and we played college campuses all over the Northwest and Canada. And it was an incredibly valuable experience, and it taught me so many life lessons, mm-hmm. observation, friendship, uh, loss. Uh, you know, curiosity, how to go into yeah. a town and meet people and, and try to be comfortable in, in new spaces with new individuals. And uh, so yes. I, I lived the dream that I wanted. And in fact, I still play. In fact, I've created probably a hundred tracks this year alone. Wow. Um, uh, electronic music since I was a mm-hmm. drummer and I mm-hmm. shattered my arm in 80, 87. Yeah. I, I haven't, I've been able to play drums, but it's just not the same. Right. And so I went to electronic music and I played dubstep in Houston or as a DJ in Houston for a little while mm-hmm. and doing some things in there. But I, I have had that experience. I've had a taste of it. I, I know what it's like. And, uh, you know, there's nothing else that even comes close. Nice. So my goal was always to be when I'm 70, I want to, I want to go to a, a rave or a, a, a you know, a large show and perform again. So I think you can do it. Ah, oh yeah, I can do it. Because look at Harris Heller. You know Harris Heller? I'm not sure that I do. Streambeats.com. Okay. I'll have to go check it out. So this guy, he he basically hired people to make music. So it could be copyright free. And people can use these stream these music mm-hmm. on their live streams on StreamYard on Twitch and YouTube and not get those those copyright yeah you know marks or whatever yeah so now this guy's got this music it's you know you can download it from him from streambeach.com he's got the entire folders of on Google Drive that you can download and it's also on Spotify and Apple Music yeah so now he's making money as people stream this music from Apple Music and Spotify I uh, I should probably do something I, I like think, that. I think those hundred tracks need to find a home on Spotify. <laughs> I, they're on Spotify. I got okay, them on Spotify. Go. I'm on uh, my podcast is on you know all over. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've got all those tracks all over uh, distribution. I was thinking about going either with uh, DistroKid or some of those other platforms that are mm. out there. Uh, but it's a it's a it's a side hustle of my side. It hustle. is a side hustle with a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> side hustles having babies now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I All love right. it. I mean, that's what I bring. That's what I do for relaxation. I it's, love it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's freaking awesome. Great content. <laughs> what is your favorite movie or TV show? You know, I don't. Uh, or, I don't necessarily have a favorite. Okay. However, I do have. Um, I when I go to relax and I just want to, I, I just want to unwind or mm-hmm. unleash. I'll either go. I'll either go for an action flick or a comedy. So yeah. those are the kind of depending on the mood. Um, you know, I have a couple of independent film. That, mm-hmm. uh, this one thing that really strikes a chord that comes to mind right now is. My life without me, mm. and I don't even know if anybody could find it right now. However, it's it's one of those films uh, 
that just hit me emotionally at the time I saw it. And it's just always struck a chord in my head. Nice. Uh, but it's, it's called my life without me. So I'll have to check that one out. Uh, yeah. The one movie that I've been listening to soundtrack to for a while was the greatest showman with Hugh Jackman. I don't know if you got to see that movie. Um, it was really good. The soundtrack, um, especially the song, there's, there's a couple of songs in there that like bring tears to my eyes when I hear it. Mm. It's like, it's got a really good message in it overall. So when you get a chance, I'll have to check it out. Awesome. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Wow. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, what's that one? It was, uh, I'd probably play an old crotchety cow- cowboy or somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, three eleven, you know, something, three ten to you like, or something. Well, yeah, like maybe Clint Eastwood or something Clint Eastwood, like that. Okay. You know, some, some off the wall movie. Yeah. That, uh, I, 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 in fact, that's another experience. I actually, I used to have, IDMB IDMB credits. I IMDb. Yeah. IMDb credits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for I because I used to mix music for nice. I did a couple of music uh, tracks for uh, independent film. So there you go. Yeah. But yeah, it's That's, like okay. I I'd love be, it. I'd be I'd be a old cowboy someplace. Old cowboy someplace. Yeah. <laughs> um, who is your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero. Hmm. I liked, um, I liked the, uh, uh, what's the, what's the guy with the, the, uh, oh, I can picture him. The witch. What does he have? The, 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 the knives that come out of his hands. Oh, the Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah, yeah, all right, awesome. I just, uh, it's, I saw the last one. I kind of enjoyed that one. Yeah, Logan was was really yeah. well put. Yeah. And last question: If you were a board game, what would it be? Uh, probably Monopoly. Hmm. Well, good. At least you didn't say shoots and ladders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like a, yeah, monopoly. You know, monopoly, property to property, changing, yeah. evolving. I love it. Yeah. And I think because you have a pirate flag behind you, uh, for those of you who can't see, you know, listening to the audio, I think you should play Jack Sparrow. Or Jack Sparrow would be a good one. Yeah, right. It's yeah. Or his uh, crazy cousin. Crazy cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Russ, where can my audience find you? This was so much fun. Yeah. I- I'm so glad that I was able to catch up with you, Janaid. It's always a pleasure to-, to connect and have a conversation. And I'm on LinkedIn, most social sites, and you can always connect with me. If you want to just drop a call or connect online, you know, russjohns.com and uh, if you want to book a call you can just say bookrust.com and it'll go to a place and uh, if there's an opening let's have a conversation sweet well russ thank you so much for 
your time, your energy, and uh, us being able to project with each other. <laughs> I love it. We'll talk very soon. Take care. Take care. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.